Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining me today. Um, In this new year, there's things that I love about a new year, like a fresh start. Also in January, I guess um, one of my kids was born. And also in January, it is our anniversary. So there's a lot of things that I look forward to in January. But this year, I was just praying about um, what I could share with you guys. And I really felt the Lord put this word on my heart for you all. So I want to start in Matthew 25. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. So, like I said, I love January because it's like a fresh start. And I felt that um, this January, the Lord just inviting me. And I felt like he wanted me to invite you guys along with me (laughs) to just go into a deeper place with him. So one day I was praying and I remembered um, this picture the Lord gave me. It was about four years ago and it was after a friend's wedding. And I remember I had this picture of um, the bridegroom, Jesus, waiting for us, you know. And so we are the virgins. We are waiting. We are preparing for the bridegroom. And I remember in this picture, the bride was ready and it was time for her to walk down the aisle. And so I remember in this picture, the bride's going down the aisle, but then something weird I saw in the picture was she had this really long train and on the train were all these people, um, other Christians like sitting on her train, eating popcorn and spectating (laughs) on this scene. And it was such a strange picture and I felt like the Lord just challenge me, Eunice, who are you in this picture? Are you going to be one who is getting the bride ready? Like we are getting ready for your return, Lord. Or are you going to be one of those spectators sitting on the train, eating popcorn, like waiting to be entertained? And that's something that picture has challenged me throughout the past four years um, since the Lord gave it to me. Because I do feel like something that Chris and I are called to is to really call the bride of Christ, each one of us, to make ourselves ready for the return of the Lord. Because we don't know when that day will be. Now, obviously, the past two years have been super chaotic for this whole world. 
And something I just feel even more so is all the more so we need to get ourselves ready. And so something my church is starting today actually is a 21 day fast in January. And so I'm not saying that each one of you listening will be called to fast, but I do think some of you listening will be challenged to fast. I feel like fasting kind of resets not just um, our physical bodies, but it also resets our hearts just turning our hearts to the Lord. And so since our pastor has been challenging our church to this 21 day fast, I've also even challenged my kids. Like, hey guys, like you might not um, be fasting from food. Maybe you'll fast from sweets or something, but why don't you each pray about it and ask the Lord, Lord, is there something that you want me to give up in this season to really um, set my heart toward you? And I've loved the conversations even in our family we've had around it because each one of us is doing a different fast. Um, Some of us are reading the Bible more and have felt really challenged to just get into the word more. Um, Others of us are going to be going to prayer meetings more or we're going to be fasting from, you know, certain meats or sweets or whatever. And so what I just want to invite everyone listening to is ask the Lord, Lord, in these 21 days or in this month of January, would you reset my heart to get ready for this year? Because I just want each one of you to picture that um, picture that I just shared with you guys, that image of the bridegroom is waiting at the front of the altar at the church. The bride is ready. Who are you in this picture? Are you going to be one who um, is getting ready for the return of Christ? Or are you going to be one who is just like watching? Like watching as other people are getting closer to the Lord or watching as other people are reaching for miracles or just spectating instead of really getting your heart in tune with the Lord. And so that's just what I wanted to encourage each one of you guys because um, here's a random fast I decided to do when I was praying is I decided to stop watching Korean dramas during this season. Um, during COVID and stuff, I really got into just binge watching Korean dramas. And of course I could say, oh, it's like good for me because I'm learning Korean, which I'm really not <laughs> uh, because I use all the subtitles and stuff. But I really felt like the Lord was like, Eunice, for this season, lay that down. And so I actually started fasting um, from Korean dramas, I feel led to fast from other different things. And even in this time as I've been fasting, I just feel such an invitation of getting deeper into the word again, reading um, other, you know, books written by Christians, or also I've been doing a lot of, a lot more um, searching of sermons and listening to sermons and really just entering into another place. Now I have a sad confession where one day I was watching my Korean drama and it's funny, or I wasn't watching my Korean drama. I was watching a sermon, but my daughter who's used to me watching Korean dramas walks in and she's like, are you watching a drama? You said you were going to (laughs) fast. And it's so fun that the kids even hold me accountable because I looked at her and I was like, no, it's a sermon. Look. And she looked at it and was like, oh, okay, it's a sermon. The thing about fasting is it's really just something between you and the Lord. Like you don't have to tell a soul about what you're doing because really the Lord is watching and he sees the reach in your heart for him. And that's something I just want to encourage you because I feel like um, 
uh, as I was praying about this, I felt like the Lord was saying, there's some of you who've d tried fasts and then you've failed. You've given up in the middle. And I just, I felt like him encouraging you, try again. It's okay. Like God is not up there in the sky just waiting for you to fail and, um, you know, rejoicing in your failures or anything like that. This really is just an invitation for you to draw deeper into him and getting rid of some distractions that normally we just allow ourselves to get distracted by. For example, in my life, like I said, Korean dramas. And so I just want to invite you into that because I felt like the Lord was saying there's some people who don't even want to try to fast because they failed um, some fasts in the past. Or there's some people who don't want to try to read their Bible um, again, like try to do the Bible in one year or read all the New Testament in the first part of the year or whatever. I felt like the Lord said there's some of you who have um, tried to do that in the past and you have failed and because of that you're so discouraged you don't want to try again but I felt like the Lord was saying to you just inviting you in again like it's okay like just try again and and so I just wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like sometimes um, our past failures really do hinder us it discourages us from wanting to try again and this is not a New Year's resolution this is really just something that I want to encourage you to to press deeper into the heart of God in a fresh new way this year. And even if you failed fast, um, failed at fasting in the past, which I have, even if you have failed at reading the Bible through in one year and checking off all the boxes on your Bible reading plan, which I have done too, I just want to encourage you, it's okay to start again. And I'm just saying before all of you guys, I am starting again. I have failed at fasting. I have failed at my Bible reading plans in the past, but I am trying again. And I just want to say that to all of you guys, because I want to be like the wise virgins. Like I, I just read in the Bible, who we're accumulating oil waiting for our bridegroom's return. I just want to say that to you guys. I feel like this is a time for the body of Christ to make ourselves ready in a deeper way. And this is an invitation not to condemn any person who has, maybe you've never even fasted before. Maybe you've never even read through the Bible before. That is okay. It's a new year and a fresh start. And so I just want to invite you in also in my new year and my fresh start because I am starting again. And so that's just what I wanted to share with you guys. And I hope that you guys are all having an amazing start of the new year. I know in our family, we had some sickness and we're finally getting better. And I'm just so grateful to the Lord for health and for a fresh start. Hope you have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's 
helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.